0: To another episode of Everything Imaginable. I am your host, Gary Cacciolillo, And before we get started, I want to thank everybody for listening and also thank the contributors to my show, who are executive producers Candace Sanderson, she's the author of Reluctant Messenger, and Joseph Simkovic, author of How to Kiss the Universe. Ms. Aida, author, psychic, spellcaster, root worker, and witch. And you can find her at MsAida.com, M-I-S-S-A-I-D-A.com. And this episode is being sponsored by Ginger Glasser. And you can find Ginger at TarotByGinger.com. That's TarotByGinger.com. And she is a psychic medium and healer. And uh, I highly recommend her. Go check her out. And now, without further ado, our guest for today is Robert Lindsay Milne. And he might be the greatest psychic in the world. I don't know. No, he's not. <laughs> but he's certainly, <laughs> certainly, a, no. he's a very good friend. And thank you for coming on.
1: This yes, morning. he is. Yes, he's a very good friend. Not the best <laughs> psychic in the world. Not even close. There, there is no best. There is no best. Um, there is maybe a best for an individual. But there is no best across the board, right? Okay, in 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 anything, um, but especially in psychism. Um, I, might, I so, might disagree. I might be the best podcaster in the world. Okay, you probably are.
2: <laughs>
1: How about the? All right, all right. Let 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 let, let let's put a spin on that. Um, I met you um, what two and a half years ago, or yeah, almost so was- three. I guess it would be three now, um, and and yours was one of the first podcasts that I was on, mm-hmm. and I think that I was on one of your first podcasts. Yes. It was early.
0: Yes,
1: it was early. So, in terms of accomplishment, I I think that what you've done in this three years is is it three years that you've mm-hmm. been About doing that. this? It's getting close. Okay, to that. what you've done in terms of the the. Um, amount of of shows and interviews. Um, Your numbers are are huge compared to um, just about anybody else around. So you've probably had the greatest growth of um, a non-professional podcast. And I'm not putting it down. A professional podcast would be like um, a TV station doing their own podcast mm-hmm. or a radio station doing podcasts okay they would be the 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 best because of of all the professional technology and things like that and uh money they, they get but but for what you've done you, you 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 probably have had the greatest um run in in, in terms of growth than, than than just about anybody on on the net. i think i think just that that could be i think you could make that claim Thanks. I am getting close to five hundred
0: episodes
1: in three years. Like, well, that's a lot, you know. Five hundred—that's a lot of—that's a lot of talking. Like, five hundred hours, and and they always go longer. Like, yeah, wow. So, congratulations, Gary. Like, that's really an accomplishment, and 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 you know, you you should be proud it is. Thank you. I hope you are. Thank you. I hope you are cause, cause, and um you've matured a lot in 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 um you know how you doing stuff too. And gone through a lot of changes.
0: So this it's isn't a me being that's
1: for sure. This isn't me being psychic. This is me, you know, watching a a, a good friend grow and evolve. It's special when somebody finds something that really means something to you when when you you know you've lived your life and did a, you know you've done pretty good in your life but but when you just find that niche where 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 you fit um, it goes smoothly it's it, and, a, and, a, and you learn and grow um, when, when you're an old man you know you're gonna look back on and say you know these are some of the proudest moments of my life
0: it's interesting because you know when I first met you you were just coming out of retirement. Semi, and, and, yeah, and, and you were like, well, I don't know about the technology, and, and, and right, you know, and, and now it's all made you a success. Like you were talking about being in the top twenty-five percent on YouTube. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's incredible, uh, right? Yeah, it, it it blows my mind. And um, what what also blows me away um is is um the response that I've been getting from people um for the last few years. And, and, um, you know, I've always been a independent person and, and I, I, I'm not a group, I'm, I'm not a team player. I can be on a team and I'm a loyal team player, but I'm not a team player. Um, I, I, I do what I do my way and, and I figured out the best way for me. Um, I share greatly um with with my contemporaries and over over my career i i've i've done better um than than a lot of the psychics have and in, in in terms of success accomplishment and um i always have a group of people where if if somebody couldn't afford to have a reading from me or uh somebody didn't fit quite with the way I do it. I always refer them to, to, uh, friends I know. I, I always pass them on. And, and I, I, I really don't see a competition there. Um, because, because there are only a certain amount of people that I can do readings for. <clears throat> I cannot do great readings for everybody that I meet. I, I, you just can't do it. Um, and I guarantee, I, now, you know, you said, you you know, you always joke and say, you know, the greatest psychic, well, there are things, and I always say, no, I'm not, please don't do that to me. Um, but, but there are things that I do that no one else on this planet does. For example, since I was in my 21, 22 I have guaranteed my work, the readings that I do, absolutely unconditionally. From the time I do that person's reading until the ending of my life or theirs, if for any reason, I don't give a fuck what the reason is, um, even if they thought I was a jerk, even if they liked like the way I swear, even if they just didn't like me, or even that they just needed their money back because they didn't couldn't pay the rent or something, I... I someone, so I guarantee that when I do a reading, that person will believe and feel that the reading I did for them gave them value and service, and they they were happy with it. And if for any reason they don't or 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 say they don't, I just give them back their money. And if I did a reading for you thirty years ago, and, and you said to me, you know, you know, I saw you 30 years ago, and the reading you did for me sucked. Um, I'll I just give you back the money. Now, you don't get today's refund. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't get today's money. You get your principal back. But who does that? And, and when I do readings, um, if I'm not doing my best, I stop and I say, I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm not giving you my best. And the reading I do for somebody is never theirs until I decide that it's the absolute best that I can do. So um now because I do so much work online, um, you know, people have to pay up front. But if, if people meet me in person and I'm doing a reading, I never take the money first. I, I always uh do the reading and then and then I give them their recording. Uh, and say, um, here is your reading. If you choose, you can pay me now. And there's been a couple of times. I hate the person that did it. There's been a couple of times where they say, no, I choose not to pay you. You know, so I just like, get out. But but um, but there there are times where where I'm part way through, or even starting, uh, or not even started, or at the end, I'll, I'll just say to the person, I am so sorry. This is not the best that I can do. There, there, there's no charge. And and I do that. Um, it is numerically impossible for one person to relate to every single person that they meet every single time you meet them it's just not possible and I believe if you don't do your best you, you um, shouldn't get paid for it that, that's what I believe and I've lived that now I, I never really much thought did other people do that um, I found out that nobody does that, but I also have a philosophy. Would you like to hear my philosophy? Oh, I would love to hear your philosophy. Wrong is wrong, no, no. Right is right, even if no one's doing it, and wrong is wrong, if even if everyone's doing it. That's and, true, and that's what I believe. And I believe I, you know, I, I certainly got molded by, um, my, my family, um, in, in terms of, you know, my father, he just died, um, in August of 20, um, 2021. Uh, he, he was 92 and, and, um, he had stopped working in March of 2020. And up until then he had worked full time. And, and, and I watched him fade away after he couldn't go to work because of the pandemic. I I just watched him just melt away. But at a very early age, when I first started doing readings, my, my dad um, said to me that he would go to his grave, believing his only son was a fraud and a charlatan. And, um, my father also said that I was the only guy that he met that never never had a job. Now, they are not two compliments that they gave you know you know the only guy that's never had a job that is not a compliment right and you know I was only sons of fraud and a charlatan and in those early days, I set out to prove my moral values and ethics, and I was trying to prove it to my father. So I thought I was emulating his high standard values, morals, and ethics. And I felt that if I started guaranteeing things, absolutely. And, 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 and and running my practice like that, he would see that, that, um, I was honest and ethical and, and, and of high value. Um, And many of those high values that I have today were as a result of doing my best to get accepted and approval from my father. I never got it. What I did realize, though, over my lifetime is because of wanting to be accepted and loved by my family and acknowledged because I'm pretty good at my job. Um, you know, when you, you know, you say, you know, the greatest thing in the world, you know, I say, please don't do that. But, um, you could, I, I, I have no problem saying, um, I'm not the best in the world, but there's nobody better. At the way I do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now there are other people that do it as good as or better the way they do it. But the way I do my work, there's nobody better than me at it. My, my style. Actually, there's very few people that use my style. But but even if there were a million, um, nobody would be better than me, and I wouldn't be better than anyone else, because we can only relate to a certain amount of people in you know, in our life, and, and there there are people where no matter what, we we have nothing in common with them, and and um, somebody that does a reading for every single person um, that comes in. Doesn't do high standard readings. Mm-hmm. They will let they will let poor quality work go out, and, and 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 I won't do that. I won't do that. And and um, I was one of the first people in Canada to start recording readings, and I was doing that back in like. Um, 77, 78. And since then and up until now, I won't do a reading unless it's recorded. I, I just won't. And and I've always felt confident enough um, to have my words memorialized as well. Because you can be a reader and not record your readings and you can say the same shit to everybody. Hmm. Or... <laughs> That's right. Or the other thing you can do is a lot of uh, bad readings, but always get paid. Uh, that, that's another thing. So I don't get paid. Um, I get paid for doing the best reading I can. That, that's what I get paid for. And if I don't do the best that I can, I, I, I don't take the money. Um, I was at, at the beginning. I was doing that because I wanted to prove a moral approval from my father. I never got it. But I did get... I did get that moral acceptance for myself, though. So. Um, so it's impossible for one person to be able to tune in to everybody that you meet. And my belief is it's the right thing because... to do... Um, to tell the person. Because... Um, there will be someone else out there that will be the right one for that person. See, that's the mm-hmm. thing. Um, That's why nobody can be the best. Because, because we humans are only able to relate to a certain amount of, of people. And I choose the ones that I do the absolute best for. Um, because they're the ones that resonate with me, I resonate with them. And so I produce my best work with these people because I'm the most connected with them. There are other people that I do not relate to at all, but there are other people that do readings, will. So if I do a reading for somebody that I'm not in tune with or have trouble connecting with, you know, and they're paying the big bucks well, I don't charge big bucks. I'm in the middle, um, uh, by the way, um with all the you, you know, the high top end psychics. I'm 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 like right in the middle in terms of fees uh for what I do. And the other thing is, is in in my work, I always give more than what I agree to. So we make a deal as to how much it costs, and we make a deal about um, what they're going to get. And I always, always, always give far more than what than what's negotiated, and and that's always been my way of doing business as as a, as a psychic too. Another thing I do is I tell my clients um, after I do a reading, if if you have any questions any time over the next year. And 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 they're really important and you're in trouble call me it's part of my service I'll talk to you there's no charge I I care about you you have no idea how many people come back to me because of that it's, I started doing that in um um late 1970s early 80s you know if you have a question or two and, and what I say now is, you know, the, the spirit of the present, the gifts that I'm giving you, the spirit of the gifts that I'm giving you is that if there's a time you have a really important question and it's not going to fill a reading, just get in touch with me. I, I'll be happy to answer that. Um, and, and, and I'm like that. Um, I very seldom say no. Um, I've always believed that doing this work was special. And I've always done it and honored my craft and, and honored, um, the way we do our work. So I insist that people appear. So when someone comes to me in person, um, they they can be the easiest readings to do because they're in front of you and we, we can communicate freer. If I'm doing a reading for somebody that's a remote reading, um, on, online, I explain what we're doing is duplicating the experience that we would have if we were in person. And when we're online and I'm doing your reading, you're in my office and I'm in my office and I'm dressed properly. I'm, I, um, properly attired, um, and ready to be out in the world and ready to be on TV. And I expect my clients also to be in a place in a room where they're private, um, I, I, won't do a reading for somebody if they're in their car or, or outside in the park somewhere. Or, I, I just won't do that. And I, and I won't do that for a bunch of reasons. One of them is I cannot protect my client if, uh, they're in a car somewhere out in the open. I, I can't protect that person. Mm-hmm. They could be parked and another car comes by and hits them. Um, they could be parked and talking. On on Zoom on on their phone, and, and and some person could walk by and smash the window and rob them, or, or or you know anything like that, or or somebody could be in a park outside and somebody else rob them. I don't want to be tuned into somebody when that's happening. I don't want that experience. The other thing is, I I protect my client. So you got to be at home, or you got to be in your office, or you got to be in a place where it's safe for us both. If you don't want to do that, I understand. Um, by the way, here's, uh, you know, John uh, John Smith over here. He's a really good psychic. You know, he'll let you sit in your car. Um, and that's not a put-down. It's just, I have this standard. The other one is, I show great respect and I expect to be treated the same way back. and And that means showing up properly dressed, as in your nightgown. Or I, I'm uncomfortable if someone's lying on their bed, you know, in their pajamas um, when I'm doing a reading. Well, I'm so uncomfortable, I won't do it. Because that doesn't do honor to our craft, as I see it. Fascinating. Anyway. And, and, um, I also, um, when I do a reading for somebody, it is between me and that person and no one else. So if somebody wants a reading, they have to contact me personally. And I will contact and I will respond personally. Mm-hmm. If somebody gets their wife or their friend or whatever to phone up or Contact me and say, Oh, I want to book a reading for such and such. I say, Well, um, could you have such and such? Contact me, please. I'll be glad to, you know, please. Um, or I want to give a present to a gift of your reading to somebody, you know, to a friend or to my daughter, or my, you know, where I, I want to do that. And I say, Well, okay, that, that's a really nice gift. So please have your, Friend or whatever, contact me. I will book the appointment, and and um, you give them the money. Give it the money to them, and they will pay me. And that other person that's doing the giving isn't any part of the reading. So when somebody pays for another person's reading, I have two clients I have to satisfy. Not one, two. And, and also, when someone books their own appointment and puts the effort the, and, and put the energy into it, um, then I have a pure connection. If somebody is given a gift, they have no skin in the game. Mm-hmm. They don't know the value of what they're getting. Um, and there's no connection. As well as, when I do a reading, it's one-on-one, me and that person, nobody else. And and, and I insist on that. No, that doesn't work.
2: It's fine. I understand. So you can go see, you know.
0: Somebody. I would never want somebody to do a reading for me when I'm out in public anyway. Because, jeez, Kevin Moore. What people are going to hear?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Kevin Moore. I was on his show. Well, we did it. It was... Um, um, recorded last august but it was broadcast on uh january 1st um and i had forgotten but 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 i i I don't know how he did it but i ended up doing like an actual reading for him on on his show um and and that was the first time that i had done uh uh, you know like a real psychic reading in person online publicly uh that was the first time i i i'd ever done that And because um, what I do is sacred. What I do, I see that person I'm tuning into. I often see their life from conception to completion. Um, I see them for how they are. Um, And I see them in ways that other people haven't. And it's a sacred personal, intimate connection. And and I and I treat it like that. Mm-hmm. Often when I'm doing a reading, even if someone's in a healthy relationship, I don't refer to their partner by name. I say your partner because the reading I do is all about the person in front of me from their eyes and their perspective. And it's just me. And that's that's how I do it. Anyway, that's one of the ways I do it. What is that like
0: um, when you're giving a reading and you're looking yes. at a person's life from birth to death and it's like mm-hmm. this really intimate experience between you Yeah, I love them like, like, I have like, a like deep the, love but, but what perspective does that give you on humanity because being able to see that is not something that everybody else can do so does, does it affect like how you view humanity
1: what you mean like, like sure humanity you mean. as
0: a whole like, being able to give that information all that intimate details of them of, sure. Of all these different people. Sure. How, how – that like obviously that's going to give you a different world view on human beings and how they operate because you have more information than the average person does. Sure. How, um, so, I mean that has to be different. Like what you way what you experience and look at the world and look at people has to be different than the way I do because I don't have that ability to see – all these intimate details of a person's life.
1: Well, the only reason that you may not have um, that ability is because you didn't take very much time to develop it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You would have spent more time learning about the details of it, um, that awareness, rather than the actualizing of it. You know, it's like it's like somebody being a hockey fanatic, and they know all the or baseball, and and, and you know the, all the statistics of all the you know fabulous players that ever played, and you know all that. Or uh, it doesn't mean you're going to be a good baseball player. So if just having the knowledge there is is a skill in, in itself, but it's having the experience. The only reason that you don't translate what you've learned into doing it as a psych because you didn't put the energy in. You you could have. Okay. You could but do it.
0: I, I guess what I'm asking is, when you look at people from that perspective, do you see most humans as good or bad?
1: Or neither? Um, I, I see... Um, when I'm doing a reading, Mostly, I'm non-judgmental, mm-hmm. and most of the time, in fact, anytime I actually do a reading, complete it, which it sounds like I don't, you know, don't do a lot. Um, um, if if I get to a point, um, if 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 there was somebody that I really disliked, I, I I I just wouldn't do the reading, or if I came across somebody that was really really evil, but there have been times where I've been
2: you know like some real backs
1: have come to me for readings if I can get past um, their superficial disgusting behavior um, I can find love in my heart in the moment when I'm doing a reading for, for them I, 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 I a lot of times I can and one of the reasons i think i can one of the reasons i can um and 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 by the way the same guarantee Uh, everybody gets that same guarantee it's the best that i've ever done or i i you you know you don't pay for it um that that's the same one um if if i can detach and see you you know jesus said i'm not a christian by the way born but i'm not a christian jesus said um hate the sin love the sinner and and you know that's a pretty far out um concept you know hate the sin but love the sinner and you know how could you love somebody like um jeffrey dahmer you you know that guy jeffrey dahmer do you remember do you remember him he's the guy that that would meet guys at a bar take them home and kill them and eat them uh, you know, how how could you love a guy like that? That'd be pretty tough. And, and I did a lot of thinking about that hate the sin, love the sinner. And I saw, um, um, Jeffrey Dahmer's father, uh, being interviewed. This was after Jeffrey Dahmer was murdered in prison. And, and I saw Mr. Dahmer <clears throat> being interviewed. And the interviewer said uh you know um you visited you when 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 the trial was on you you went to court every day and you sat behind your son um in court every every day um and when and when he went to prison, you visited him every month um until he was murdered and you know the interviewer said how could you do such you know, like like? like he, he killed people and ate them. Like, what, how could you be so committed? And Mr. Dahmer said, myself and uh, Jeffrey's mother have racked our brains trying to figure out what caused that in our son, and I don't know how that could have happened, where it happened. It's despicable. He is my son. And I love him. And I thought, holy shit. That's called unconditional love. Wow. That's being loved unconditionally. And then I thought more and more. And then I thought, okay reincarnation um there is a theory there's a a million theories but this there's there's this theory that a way of describing reincarnation is like um a sambo uh, a traveling actors ensemble going from town to town or city to city um actors and every time they get to a town they get off the train or the bus and they go down to the playhouse, put on a costume and grease paint all over their face. And then they take up a, a um, take on a character. And then they play that character in the play. And then when the play is over, they take off their grease paint and take off their costume, put on their regular clothes, go back to the train or the bus that they get on and now they're with their friends, um, and they go to the next town. So it's thought some circles that spirits, beings, essence, souls travel in groups and reincarnate in groups. And if that would be the case, and we take look at it like that, so the real essence are are when they're on the bus or on the on on the plane or on the train, and then they put on their costume go to the play, do the things that the character does, and then go back to their real self. And then if you can look at it from that point of view, hate the sin, love the sinner, because the sinner's in the group that you're traveling with, and you're going to be doing that play parts like that also. And that's how I got to where hate the sin, but love the sinner. Hmm. That's how I can do it. Wow.
0: That's a tough, I don't know if I could do that. I, I tend to be judgmental. Well, everybody is.
1: That's judgmental too, though. You see... I mean, if, all you have to do is see me drive. Well, what's that? sec. Hold on. Um, <laughs> judgmental means you have an opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm judgmental. I've judged you, Gary. I think you're a good guy. I like you, but that's a judgment. Uh, yeah. So, see, sometimes you know we use words that uh, apply words that <coughs> have a broad base, a broad perspective, rather rather than <coughs> yeah, give yourself yeah, rather <coughs> than it be um, uh, um, a broad base. So if if you um. I, lost what I was, forgot what I was thinking. So um, if you believe there is no redemption, then, then you're right. Um, but but I, I think that, that myself, and, and this has been over the years, um, just, just be kind. Um, even if somebody does bad things, just be kind to them um be respectful. Um because because no oh yeah, we were talking about judgmental. Now it comes back to me. All right. So there are certain words like, oh, you're you're judgmental. Or here's another one. You're spiritual. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm spiritual. I'm spiritual. Well, come on. You know, first of all, uh, we talk about being spiritual and often those that flaunt how spiritual they are. You know how, and someone tells you when, you know that they're spiritual, basically they're saying, I might be better than you. <laughs> it's true. It, it yeah, is true. I know. It's, it's, I know. It's terrible. That's right. Yeah, but that's what it is. Oh, I have a spiritual life. Oh, I'm better than But, you. but other people, uh,
0: some people will stand I, this way too. They'll say, I'm living a spiritual life. You know, right. You know, rather than saying, I'm spiritual, I'm living a spiritual life. Although to me that's sort of the same thing because uh, you know, I'm course. just living a,
1: a, a human so, life. <laughs> so if we stand back and look at spiritual, spiritual does not necessarily mean good. There's this fellow, I don't think he's alive anymore. The guy's name was Anton LaVey. Oh yeah, and, this
0: guy from the satanic church. Yeah, He died a long time ago.
1: And he wrote the book Um, the satanic bible he was a spiritual guy but but would you want to do that kind of spirituality so spirituality being spiritual does not imply being good spiritual is another level up but there are positive and negative sides Mm -hmm. so being spiritual does not mean being good it means on the spiritual level there's an awareness the spiritual level can be can be negative. Um and the same with judgment. Judgment judge not, yet you be judged yourself. Well well hang on to your horses here. Um if you have an opinion about something or someone, you you formed a judgment. Therefore and, and I have judged you. Mm-hmm. I like you. I've judged you as a good person. So everybody is judgmental. Everybody. There are very few people that are indifferent. That are sane and functioning. Mm-hmm. Very few. One of the things, though,
0: you know, I know from a little bit of psychic training that I've had and done, mm-hmm. that um, when doing a reading, too,
2: mm-hmm. and you
0: mentioned this earlier, is... Not putting our own bias into the reading. Just presenting some of the information that is coming. Absolutely. Um,
1: So, the purpose of life is to experience. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) To experience. And, um, so the purpose of life is to experience all things on all levels. And we have free choice and free will to experience anything we want, any time we want. And the only rule with that is what we do one way, we must do the opposite. So for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So in simplistic ways, if we do something good, we will do something bad. Because you the purpose is to experience and the only way that you can fully experience something is to see it from all sides mm-hmm. or both sides and we cannot be more positive than negative or more negative than positive we all have the we all are what we are equally negative we are equally positive that's just the way it is now we may behave differently that's another story but we are equally and and that is the purpose of our life to experience that so, in the overall scale, there is also no right or wrong. It comes down to experience. But what you do one way. So say you're, you you know you want to be like uh, uh, San, uh, um, uh, um, Jack the Ripper. You know you know, you know walk up to people and slash them or something in a crowd. Okay, uh, um, you have free choice and free will. Uh, well, well, what goes around comes around and and you don't get off the hook you you will experience that opposite uh, eventually what else i've no, learned about that sense of an awareness is that the more you believe that concept the more you grow evolve spiritually um psychically um as as a human um the faster things happen when you know, so I simple express simple simple uh, example. Say you're walking down the street and there's somebody and, you, and, and 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 they piss you off and there's no real reason that they piss you off. They just piss you off and and, and you say something snarly to them or something, right? Mm-hmm. Get to the next corner, someone does the same to you. Um, the broader and more aware you become, uh, the faster uh, the 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 reverse experience happens. Like. You know, I have three golden retrievers. Uh, that's a lot of dog shit to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I get one and, dog.
0: I couldn't
1: do right. So I got three of them, okay? And, and you know, golden retrievers are known for, you know, just gobbling down their food and, you know, pretending they didn't eat it yet. They want more. Uh, so, you know, they have big turds. Um, I know the right thing to do. You should, you should always pick up after your dog i i know it i believe it you you know i see other people not doing it and i think yeah you know know." if i miss picking up you know say it's a a blizzard or pouring rain or 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 i just miss one because it's it's really hard to keep your eye on three dogs it it really is because they go in three different directions and and if i miss uh picking them up or if you know, it's like you know minus 30 out, and, and I'm thinking, oh, I'll pick it up, you know, next time I come by. Inevitably, within less than a day, I step in dog shit. And I find out about it when I've just walked in the front door, you know, and there's dog shit all over the floor from my shoes. Uh, that happens, and it happens, like, just right away. So so because I, I have that sense of, of awareness, what goes around comes around. And and the broader your perspective is and the, the broader your awareness, the the faster things happen. What things happen? What we do the one way, of- we do equal
0: yeah. The, well, karma, well, the karma materializes faster. The more. Yes. Oh, of course.
1: Yes, that's correct. Because you are more aware of your actions. Hmm. I'd never thought of it that way. Oh, well. Pay attention. If you, you know, do something that you know. You know, like not picking up after your dog. Okay, that's that's a but um the consequence the it's not consequences what what we you know in order to um be uh we, we must know and experience all things on all levels mm-hmm. so we we must do that for our evolution and and that's why we're here to to learn about every everything that was my uh empty coffee cup. Fortunately, <laughs> uh, so so, um, uh, so um, what 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 we do? So we have free choice and free will. Any you can do anything you want. However, what you must do is you will experience the opposite. So what goes around comes around. As you become more spiritually aware, the turnaround time gets faster and faster and faster.
0: Do you think there's an end game like like a, after like a whole bunch of lives, we finally return back to the source?
1: On this planet? On this planet?
0: No, not on this planet in you know when we die.
1: Whatever whatever like, like you do you see? think that
0: there's an end of the, like, like if you believe in reincarnation, right? Like so so, so you have these people on a train or getting on and off and don't Is there a final
1: stop on that train? I don't know. And do you know how come I don't know? Um because nobody knows. We want to know. We, we 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 have beliefs. But just because we believe something doesn't mean it's it's right. J just, just just because we believe in a person or a thing or an idea doesn't mean it's right. Um so we have a lot of us have these religious or spiritual beliefs that when we die, this certain thing is going to happen. But if you look at all the religions and you talk about this certain thing that's going to happen is very different from one religion to another. Very different. And and the ways of, even inside... A religion, say Christianity, Mm -hmm. um, or anyone, um, there are different sects of sect, S-E-C-T, right? Not S-E-X, um, sects, sects, um, groups that have different beliefs inside the religion. So there, there is one group of, of, of people, um, that took you know that that if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, um, even serpents can't kill you. And these people, you know, have oh, um, snake handling people. Yeah, yeah, right. And that and and, and they believe that they be, and, and would die for it and and do. Okay, so they're snake handlers. Okay, but they really believe it. Um, but it doesn't mean it's right. And then, and then there are others that, that believe in killing, uh, is okay if God's on your side. Mm -hmm. Uh, right. That, that's okay to do. But, and they would believe that God said that it's okay. God didn't say it was okay. But, but they would believe, but that's what I believe, you see. That God wouldn't say that. But they would believe that God would say that. So, Whatever our perception of God is, is different than everyone else's. Um, And nobody can prove it. They can get pissed off and say, you you know, you dumb fuck, you don't even see it properly. What are you? You're just a psychic. You're evil. You know, you're an evil bastard. What the fuck do you know? Uh, Whereas um, they can't prove it, but they believe it. And there's a difference between knowing and believing. Very big difference. And everybody has a different opinion. And the way I think about that is, um, if that's the case, and it's true, everybody has a different opinion. But And, and I, I believe in a reincarnation. However, when Robert Lindsay Milne, that's me, when I die, end of parade, it's, it's over. Robert Lindsay Milne will never exist again. That that essence goes somewhere, I don't know where, but this is my belief, that essence of what I've done or who I am or what I've been um, uh, um, will go somewhere. The physical being, Robert Lindsay Milne, will never be again, gone, it's over. No one has come back. Because when the flesh dies, it's over. So, anything that happens after that, because nobody's come back from that, basically, anyone on this planet's guess is as good as anyone else's. You know, the Vatican has the most extensive library in the world on spiritual and religious things and there is one thing that every single book in that library uh, has in common is that they were it was written by a guy that was still alive <laughs> okay yeah and and um Imagine it's it's think of this bizarre concept. Imagine a guy, you know, this 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 monk, spends his whole life in a monastery, interpreting the the scrolls, mm-hmm. translating them into the Bible, and, and and imagine this guy's been there for like forty years, and 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 he's drawn these beautiful
2: books with with, with the beautiful letters, and right,
1: and just near the end of the guy's life. He's gone through one of the books that he's translated and wrote. And he's halfway through. And they're big ones, right? He goes halfway through in the middle and halfway through the book, the Bible, um, on a page, he finds a typo. you think that guy's going to take that piece of um parchment paper and go ah, shit rip it out of the Bible rip it out of the book he's just spent his whole life you know drawing tear it up shit and start again not a fucking channel okay so so there's the possibility that that whatever was being written was 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 uh, not being exactly translated just just something like that so everything that has been written has been written by somebody who's alive not dead and came back. Now, you can argue about Seth or any of the other channelers that comes through, except um, they're not on the planet. They're they're not alive. That that, that speaks through you. Um, But you don't really know what that is. So nobody knows really what happens when um, the plug is pulled. My guess is as good as your guess. And if that's the case, my guess is as good as anyone else's, I'm going to do things my way.
0: I I agree. And and one of the other things that I also believe is, because I've done a lot of near-death experience interviews, and it seems like the experience is almost tailored to the individual and the individual's beliefs to make the transition
1: more comfortable. Absolutely. Absolutely. And by the way, um, they didn't die. Well, the 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 title of what the what's happened to them? Near nearly top. death. <laughs> okay, that's not death. You know, I nearly run the presidency of the United States. Well, that's not that's not a winner. You know, oh, I nearly won the Stanley Cup. Well, yeah, well, but you didn't. Yeah. So, near death. Yeah, well, yeah, but you didn't. So, um, nobody knows. And, but, lots of people believe. So, there's a difference between I believe and I know. And, and belief, if you try to change somebody's belief, you a you, you, real good chance you get into a fight. That's true. Yeah. Unless you're like me,
0: where you're just like, everybody's going to believe something different. He's under different sure. Different, difference of past experiences, different Absolutely. parents, different programming, Absolutely. different Absolutely. education, Absolutely. different culture. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, um, I'm a non-political type person. I, 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 and, and over the last several years, I've, I've done my best to even stop watching world news and conflicts. Um, but, and, and I, um. I, I am non-political. I don't follow politicians very much at all, or their you know, or, or what, what, what's going on. Um, for for a lot of reasons, and one of the reasons is that there isn't anything I can do about what uh, is going on there, and what I can do, and my focus is taking care of the, just the person in front of me. Um, since I've been alive, um, and I'm you know I'm addressing this to us right now. Since since I've been alive, um, I was born in 1949, and Um, the presidents that I've lived under, um, President Truman, uh, President Eisenhower, President Kennedy, President Johnson, President Carter, uh, sorry, President Nixon, um, President Ford, President, um, President Ford, President Carter, President Reagan, um, President, um, uh, um, uh, is this the father and son? Uh, Bush, Bush senior, um, President Clinton, um, President Bush, President uh, Obama, President Trump, and President Biden. These people were Republicans and Democrats. And I have always respected, adored, and honored the American president. Always. I've always looked up to, he's the president of the United States. And whether he's Republican or a Democrat, he's the president of the United States. Hold that position in great honor and power. Um, If I see something that happens in somebody's um, uh, um, term in office, it isn't that I agree or disagree, I see something that happened. So on, um, I think it was Jeff Morrow, he wanted me to make some world predictions. I did that last year, (laughs) did pretty good on his show. And I did some, uh, again, and, 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 and this is what I said. I, 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 some of the things that I said, I, I'd be crazy. I'm, I'm nuts doing this because I, I got absolutely assaulted um, because I said this. I said that um, Mr. Biden, President Biden um, will not be running for president of the United States and he will retire in dignity. Vice President um, Harris will not uh, run or or, or or try to become president of the United States. There will be a much younger person um, being the uh, Democratic uh, candidate. Mr. Trump won't be um, running because he will have had two convictions but not go to jail or not be in jail. I don't know why I could get attacked for that but I did, and, and uh, um, on that podcast, you know, the first 200 comments were, like, really positive, and then the next 400 were some of the most vicious things, and I wanted to talk about that, too. some of the most vicious things about me, and, and what I said, it was, it was like, horrible, astonishing, I hadn't been ripped apart like that since the 1970s, when I used to appear on radio shows and TV shows and used to do live performance, Um, right-wing Christian groups would appear at my shows and protest... And, and shout down the show and make sure that I couldn't go on mm-hmm. or, or protest outside the TV station, radio station, so I could never come back. And so I have never been attacked, uh, like that since, since, um, the 1970s and as, as what happened on this podcast. And, and I was reading it and, and, and the things that people were saying about me. It, I, at first, I was really upset. Like, how could you say those things? And, and, and diametrically opposite to the person that I am. It's like unbelievable. And then I realized that... that wait, wait, wait. Wh- whoever is writing that has no idea who I am. They have no idea. And they look at a word or a phrase... And they interpret it from where they're at, not where I'm at. And then they have no idea where I'm at or who I am. And what they're talking about is themselves. And then I step back a little bit more and realize and, and, um, realizes that the terrible things they said... Was actually them expressing them, their feelings for themselves. And they called me a fraud or a cheat or terrible at my job or, you know, immoral or greedy or, and I'm thinking, you
2: know, fuck.
1: You know I, I, the reason I'm not rich is because I've given away most of what I've had throughout my life. Um, and I do, yeah you, you, you know, I do make a fair amount of money, but, but mostly I give it away. Um, and, and, Um, that's another topic I can talk about too just as as I finish this one Uh, so um, whoever is writing that they're watching a video maybe even edited video of of something that I've said that they know of uh, nothing about my background and everything that they're putting in is what their opinion is um, without knowing anything else so I then realized that what I'm looking at are squiggles on a on a screen that that uh, don't resemble me at all, and and I've learned to step back from it, and and um, I've learned I'm going to stop reading comments, because hmm. now now here's the next thing though. If I can say that the comments that these people say that, you know, Robert, you're the asshole, right? You're you're the jerk and blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. Well, you're just looking at yourself. Um, when someone's seeing good things in me, they're not seeing me. They're just seeing the good things in themselves. And so if I can discount that negative responses, I also have to put the positive comments and compliments in the same category as in that person is just telling expressing what they feel in themselves uh rather than what what i am and who i am so uh so i you know you have to give up the good stuff too but it's better than living with the bad stuff mm-hmm. um and then i just said that i was going to talk about um giving away your money yeah um um or stolen um, um, I years ago when when I was a kid and I I was you know 21 or 22 um, I I was had spent five years working at that tea room um, from 15 and a half to about 21 and then I was living at this flea bag hotel um and in, in exchange, I worked for room and board on the front desk. I, I did. I had a part-time job on the front desk, and I got room and board in exchange for getting paid money. And um, I started that way. I was able to do a whole lot of readings, but but maybe and early in those days, I really wasn't making enough money to, to you know to pay for my uh, to, you know support myself. Um, and um. But that's how I I, I got it. So I then um, I then started thinking about um, what what I do and what what I do, my my focus isn't what I can get. So when I come across somebody who needs my help, um, I my response is, what can I do rather than what can I get? And and um when when I um do a reading um I earn the money but I also give it away or or uh donate it. In those days at the at Larry's Highway was the name of the hotel, um I was living in squalor. You know, it was, it's just you know, it's a flea bag. It, was, it had cockroaches and mice, and and uh, it was it was dirty and and I looked around. I think I was twenty two or three, something like that, twenty four, and I looked around and said, "If this is what it's going to be like, I'm not doing this. I, I'm not doing this job." Um, and I said, "If I am going to do this work." I have to live well. And if I don't live well, I'm not doing it. And and, and I made that deal um, with whatever I made it with, the, the universe. And um, I have lived very well in my life. I have beautiful art. Most of it's been given to me. Um, I have a, a nice place to live. Um, I always get the money to, to cover things. Um, I have nice clothes. Um, I live a a very, very good life. I don't have a lot of money, but I live a good life. And most after, most always afterwards, you know, when, you know, the rent is due, my car payment is done and things like that. Um, I'm not worried about anything else. So I do the work and I always have a high standard, a good standard of living. But I mean, but when I leave, you know, all that's going to get left behind are the physical things that, that I've acquired, which have been mostly gifts. Hmm.
0: Yeah, i say this pretty much the same with me, too.
1: Yeah, and what what really bothers me is when someone says, oh, you know, that greedy son of a bitch, you know, he's charging like 250 bucks for a ring. Well, 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 wait... You know, they're, 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 first of all, right off the bat, there's, there's something called PAX. That's number one. And then, and then there's like, um, your computer and your telephone. And if you have an, uh, you know, if you have an assistant, and then there's food and then there's clothes, uh, um, you, you know, um, so it's not all profit. No. And, and, um, You know, like I I don't know if I said it to you on online or uh, before we went on. You know, I have my podcast. It's called My Side of the Crystal Ball. Um, It costs me close to twenty thousand dollars a year uh, in Canadian money to produce my podcast. Well, um, I'm allowed to do that. that. That's not being greedy. I'm I'm doing my work. But but some people say, "Oh, you're greedy." Because you charge this amount of money, and and they don't understand that it's not all profit. I wished it were. Mm-hmm. And the other one is, I I I can't do ten readings in a day now. I can't do eight or five. Well, sure, I could do I could do six readings in a day, uh, but but I certainly wouldn't be working the next day. Um, so I can't work as, as, as much as I can so um, some, there are some people that say I shouldn't get any money at all for doing my work um, it's kind of pissing me off actually oh, so um, I and being homeless and I've been um, if I see someone on the street Um, I I, I give them money. Um, If I see somebody in trouble, I help them. Um, So I, I, you know, I give away a lot. And I have a good standard of living. I always end up paying all the bills. Um, This isn't always that much left over. But I don't care about that. Because um, in Canada, we have medical, you know, we have... um, Socialized medicine, so uh, I don't have to worry about paying doctors, um, and I I I get by. Um, so my numbers, if I do my taxes, oh shit, I think I made a lot, but I didn't have a lot though. I didn't take a lot of it.
0: That sort of brings back right to the original topic of what goes around comes around.
2: Yeah,
1: that's right.
0: You know, a lot of times, I think too, the more you give. The more you receive. Oh, absolutely. And, 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 in it's, not, anything, and, and it's not about the having anything. or
1: accumulating. It's about continuing that flow of energy. Absolutely. That, you know? Absolutely. That's right. And it's positive and negative. It's not just positive. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what you put out comes back. And um, if for me, if I live my life, it's it's always been like that. Um, I've always been looked after. I've always, I've always been able to cover things, and I've always been able to live with dignity and and, and, and a standard that that I'm um, happy to, to to have.
0: That's fantastic.
1: But when this physical being dies, all the other shit that I that 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 <laughs> is, you know, you can it's gonna go in the garbage or to other people and. um you
0: know, I know. I, I think my parents died. Like all that stuff, just went in the trash. It worked all their lives, so all their that... shit could go in the trash.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like... And and you know, treasures that you have, but but um it'll it'll, it'll be left behind. Mm-hmm. So I'm not worried about what I leave behind. I'm really worried and concerned about you know what I'm doing when I'm alive.
2: Makes and what sense. I
1: do what I do is take care of the person in front of me. That that really in essence is and and I don't think of things on a world level it's helping the person. And it's selfish. Um I'm I'm you know sometimes immediate gratification for me is a little slow. So so I like to see the the the, the you know the fruits of my labor right away. I do too. Or, or yeah, I, I, so, so that's why I can help the person in front of me, uh, and, and, and why I do that. Yeah. Because I can see the results. It, it, it's not a theory. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 um, real. Awesome. And when I do things like that, and, and I all often do, I always make eye contact with the, um, person that's, that's, you know, um, look, need money. I'll often talk with them as well. Mm. And, 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 you know, talk to them um and and I play with them, you, you know um and and uh, it's it's always respectful. I remember I was homeless right I, I never begged but 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 I was homeless so i I, I understand that and 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 I always like here, here, here's an example of this. You know, the other day I was uh, walking down the street, and there was this guy sitting on the ground cross-legged and he, and he had a coffee cup in front of him, and it was empty. And, and 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 as I walked, and I knew what the coffee cup was for. But as as I was walking by the guy, you know, I I walked by and I looked, and 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 as I was walking by, I looked down in his cup. A couple of steps past him, then I stopped, and then I walked backwards and I looked down at the cup again, and I looked at the guy and I said, "Um, excuse me, sir. What is this your cup?" Yeah. What about it? And I said, well, wh- what do you use it for? And he said, uh, for money, for people to put money in it. And I looked in the cup and I said, you're not doing very good today. There isn't any money. And he said, I know, it's been really tough. And I said, well, hey, I, 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 maybe I can help you. And I reached in my pocket and, and I often carry little bags of coins, um, $20 in the bag. Um, thirty sometimes, sometimes forty, and um and I save my coins right, and then and then I go out and and I looked at the guy and reached in my pocket and said, well. This might make it a better day for you, and I just handed him the 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 plastic baggie with about uh, twenty bucks worth of uh, coins in, and then said, have a happy day and w- walk down the street, and um I do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There was um. Another time, like, there's just so many, but there, there is this place in Toronto. Now it's in the gay village, but when I was homeless on the streets back in the, um, sixties, I, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a gay village. It was, but at that time it was a scuzzy part of town. Um, I used to hang out there. Um, and I go back there a lot. And I've taken my children back there. And by the way, there's a hot dog stand just right at the corner. And the same family that owns the hot dog stand today is the one that owned it when when I was homeless on the street. And um, I go there. I give out my bags of money. And then I have a hot dog and go home. And uh, this one day at night, um, I'd given out all but one bag. and And I was getting my hot dog. And I was waiting for it to get cooked and i was leaning up against the wall and i looked up and this guy is walking towards me this young kid well everybody's a kid when you're my age uh this young guy he, he was in his 20s maybe and he was the dirtiest looking kid i've ever seen like this guy was really really dirty you know he looked like he hadn't had a bath in a long long time or a shower and and he comes up to me i was trying to avoid him cuz he looked so dirty and he and he comes up to me and he says um, excuse me sir um can can I um, can you spare a dollar? And, and I said, What do you want it for? And, and he said, Do you want me to tell you? And I said, No, lie to me and see if you'll get it. Um, and he said, Okay. Are you sure? And I said, Yeah. I, if you want the dollar, I'll, you have to tell me what it's for. And he said, Okay. It's for drugs. And I said, For a dollar? Who's your dealer? you know for a buck (laughs) What, what 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 he said well it's a start and i said oh okay um so i reach in my pocket and i pull out the last bag i have and i hand it to the guy and he takes it and he looks at it and he looks up at me and he says are you looking for a date and i said no I'm not looking for a date. Um, And he said, then why are you doing this? And I said to him, because you're worth it. And he got all teary-eyed. And and he went to hug me. And I went, that's okay, man. You know, I'm OCD, so please, you don't need to touch me, but you're, you're, you're welcome. And he's all teared up and He starts, and I said, oh, by the way, what kind of drugs were you going to buy with a dollar? Because I might want to know your dealer. And he said, well, I was trying to get some pot. And I said, for a buck? And he said, yeah. And he starts to walk away, and I said, hey, wait a minute. Come here. And I reached in my pocket, pulled out a joint, and said, here, I can help you with this. It's legal where you're at. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's it's legal. That's right. And and, um, so... um, that's the type of thing I do with homeless people. I treat them with dignity. Um I'm kind with them and and I always give them a, a sense of um they're okay. They're, they're, and and um I I, I do that too. Okay. I don't talk about it very much, but, right. but I, I I do that. It's my thing. So
0: this has been an enlightening interview. Thank you for coming back How's on there? again.
1: Yeah. Oh it's is, always
0: great. This was a good one. I, I really We touched on some stuff that we never talked about before, and uh, it was very enlightening. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Gary. It's always good to um, talk with you, too. So before Uh, we wrap it up, though, where is the best place for my listeners to find you? You can find me on a lot of places. Um, My website, www.robertlindsaymillan.com. You can find um, my podcast, my own podcast, My Side of the Crystal Ball, um, on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, uh, iHeart, UK, Paranormal, uh, and anywhere else you can find your your, your podcasts. Um, you can find me personally on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. I can't believe all the fucking places, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it blows me away. And um, you can find me in Toronto. So Robert Lindsay Milne, and um, I'd love to hear from people.
0: All right, so I'll put the links into the notes of this Thank episode you. so my listeners can contact you. Thank you. you know, and talk to you and hopefully get a reading. Because I will say I've had readings from you. My ex-wife has had readings from you. And all you know, they are absolutely incredible. And you are you. extremely, extremely accurate. Thank you. Thank, Thank you.
1: I've uh, dedicated my life to her. Uh, I know. Yeah. So,
0: uh. Hang on for one moment and I'm just going to play the outro.
2: Thank you for listening to Everything Imaginable. You can reach Gary at everythingimaginable2020.com or message him at everythingimaginable2020 at gmail.com. He's also on Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can buy t-shirts, coffee mugs, and other merchandise to support the cost of producing this podcast. Click on the merchandise link at the top of this page, www.everythingimaginable2020.com. You can also buy the book Enlightenment Guarantee. It's the only book on Zen that you'll ever need. You can find it on Amazon, and it will change your life. Because remember, everything that it says was first imagined. If you loved what you listened to today, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Again, thank you for listening to Everything Imaginable with Gary Cochulio.